Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,131. Do it right the first time, give it 100% all the time, and never give up. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Todd Warmack. Hey, Todd, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I'm buckled up. Let's make it work. All right. Todd Warmack and his brother Scott, along with partner Jim Dowling in Tallahassee, Florida, collaborated with graphic designer Kevin Morgan to bring to life the vision of a modern-day Trans Am car. And that's exactly what this team did, building these iconic cars for enthusiasts. Starting as Trans Am Depot in 2011, Todd, his brother, and their team partnered with legendary Hearst Performance, making history as the first-ever licensed Hearst Edition Trans Am. Demand grew and their small sharp became a full production facility, and today Trans Am Depot builds restro mods and restores classics as well as offering new technology muscle cars with a very classic retro look and feel. And you can enjoy Todd, his brother, and the team on Discovery's all-new Trans Am TV show that premieres today, this evening, Tuesday, October 2nd, at 10 p.m. Eastern and Pacific Time on Discovery Channel. And if you missed yesterday's show, I talked with Todd's brother, Scott, so make sure you find that on the Cars Yow website. Todd, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment, share a little more about your business and a very obvious passion for automobiles? Sure, I'm happy to. So what we have is two independent companies, Trans Am Depot and Trans Am Worldwide. And you're right. We started as Trans Am Depot and the business grew. That We just did restorations at the time, which grew out of a passion that Scott and I both had that started with Trans Ams and branched into a, a lot of different muscle cars. But we maintained the name Trans Am Depot because that was the center point of our, or the, of our focus. When we started doing the newer conversions, we realized that... Um, we needed to separate the two businesses, and that's what we did. I run Trans Am Worldwide, which focuses on the newer models, the Trans Am, the newer models of the GTO, and we have some other interesting models to come in the future. Scott runs Trans Am Depot, and his primary focus is restorations, anything from resto mods to um, you know, concourse restorations. Yeah, very cool. Well, I love what you guys are doing. It's really great, and I, I guess some way a bit sad timeliness here since we just lost Burt Reynolds not too long ago, and of course the Trans Am just, I mean, it was popular before when Smoking the Bandit came out, that thing exploded. I was a young kid, and um, I, I'm a lot older than you, so maybe you were not as young as me, but that car has such iconic moves, and we're going to learn a lot more about you, your business, and what you guys are doing, and this new TV show as we continue on your journey, but first... I like to ask my guests for a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life, and it's a nice way to get the inspirational tires smoking here on Cars Yeah. So, Todd, take the wheel. Uh, well, I guess I would have one for each. My my favorite quote comes from Proverbs twenty three seven. It says, "A man as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he." That's very inspirational for me because it tells me that whether I think I can or I can't. Either way, I'm right. My my job in the morning is to get up and believe I can. That's the first thing. And then the mantra 
gosh, I, I think I would go with the one I, I developed for my children and really preached into them early on. And that's uh, do it right the first time, give it 100% all the time and never give up. Uh, so yeah. if, you, if you do it right the first time, you won't have to do it over. If you give it 100% all the time, you won't have any regrets, win or lose. And if you never give up, sooner or later, you're going to get the, the goal you're seeking. And so uh, uh, those, are the, those are the two things that I live by. You know, I love it. And what a way to go through life. And especially when you're dealing with building automobiles, um, you know, you're putting basically a vehicle into somebody's garage and hands that uh, will change their life. But if you don't build it right, if you don't build itself, it's, it's safe, I should say. It could change their life as well. So what a nice way to go through life and what a great way to walk into life every morning uh, when you wake up. Wow. What a way to start the day. Very inspirational. Well, Let's go back in time because I want to learn a little bit about you here. And I want to know a story that instigated your personal passion for cars. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew you were indeed going to be a car guy? Yeah, I would have. I don't know that I could pin it down to a day or a particular moment, but certainly a collection of those two would have started very early on. My dad was a big car guy. And as far back as I can remember, I think one of my earlier memories was sitting in his lap driving his 409. And then from there, he was always working on cars. Uh, he spent time at the racetrack. I would go down with him. I, I would wager at, at seven, eight years old. I'd be wagering <laughs> with his friends on on cars that were racing and, and sometimes go home with a pocket full of change. Cool. I can remember, uh, you know, watching him and my uncle swap engines out and transmissions and, you know, whether it was in his uh, Impala, his Corvette. Uh, he had a truck he raced. Uh, mm-hmm. They would pull the front wheels off the ground. It was a 66 Chevrolet. You know, I knew early on that um, I always dreamed of being like my dad. And yeah. so he taught both my brother and I uh, how to work on our own cars. And it, and it just kind of grew from there. You know? Oh, well, yeah, indeed it did. Sounds like you have motor oil running through the Warmack veins. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Well, let's take a look. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Depending on the time of year, of course. But, uh, yeah, exactly. Well, we live in Florida. So. <laughs> well, it's always, yeah, always warm down there. That's for sure. Beautiful place. Well, let's take a look at some of these roads you've driven down because you've chosen a career path that is no doubt fraught with some ups and downs, has some wonderful times, but might have some challenges and maybe even a failure you faced along the way. These are wonderful learning opportunities for us. So, Walk us through one of those experiences and help us uh, understand how you gained even more momentum as you move forward in your life and your business and your career. Um, I was very fortunate out of school to work for an entrepreneur. He, he was a high school education, but he was extremely intelligent and had made uh, a huge fortune. He was an entrepreneur, and I was able to, to learn from him. He had real estate more than he knew he had. I was in a position where I had to manage several million dollars worth of real estate and I had to work with attorneys at a very young age. Wow. But he put a lot of trust in me. Those were lessons that I used. Uh, and during that time, I realized that uh, this was an education that I couldn't buy. I couldn't pay for this. This was, you know, right. hands-on is the best way to learn. And I knew I wanted to be in business for myself one day. And when the opportunity came, Scott and I actually went in business together. And we've been, in, we've had several businesses together. Uh, but I remember one particular time when you talk about a challenge that um, I, we were in the sports marketing business. We were selling sports merchandise, uh, had, had NFL license, a NASCAR, had like 25 colleges. And I came up with this bright idea 
this is in the probably mid nineties of uh, designing a board game called college football trivia. I put all my own money in it, a substantial amount of money. So I had a lot at risk and the, all the printing came back. I did Florida and Florida state initially. When it all came back, I, I remember going down there, the printer called me, he's all excited. I go down there and I look at the, this, this, these pallets of these board game covers and the color's totally wrong. Oh no. It's not even close. The important part about that is all that merchandise was seasonal. And so uh, you needed to hit right around football season and, and you only had a few months to capitalize on your investment or you have to wait till next year. Yeah. You might get trickling throughout the spring and the summer, but it was in the fall. And I knew what the turnaround time was to, to correct this. And it mm-hmm. was not in my favor. That project was probably one of the biggest learning experiences for me because not only did I have to to overcome that obstacle, there were other obstacles that, that I discovered as I started to unpack these pallets and realized that I had to redo a lot of stuff. The perfectionist in me wouldn't let me send out any of these board games without everything being perfect. Oh my so gosh, my house yeah. turned into a production facility when initially it was supposed to be a turnkey, just grab the box, put a label on it and send it. Yeah. And that turned into a four and a half year project before I sold enough to actually get my money back. Oh my gosh. And, um, yeah. So it was, uh, and it was a lot of, a lot of long, harder hours uh, invested in that to make it work. And there were a lot of lessons that I learned out of that. And, and I, I think in looking back, it's uh, oftentimes the failures that you encounter are these, these larger obstacles where you do most of your learning. At least you know not, well, you, you learn what not to do in the future. Well, yeah, you know, I worked in the uh, advertising and printing business for a long time. Then I went into a business, a startup business that we built over 20 years that involved printing catalogs four or five times a year, hundreds of thousands of catalogs. And I can tell you, I know as you were telling that story, some haunting memories are coming back into my mind of walking into a print shop and going, what happened here? Oh, my gosh. So. Yeah, well, I, it's funny because the guy, the, the printer, when I went down there and I go, oh, my God, I said, that's that's wrong. That's not the right way he goes, Todd. There's a term in our industry, industry called pleasing color. And I said, oh, you know gosh. what? That's not very pleasing. And I said, you go try to tell that to the um, to the licensed director at Florida State University. They're not going to buy it. It right. either matches the PMS or it doesn't. I exactly. Said, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it, yeah. It's a horror. Well. Let me ask you this, for those folks out there that face something like that, when they dump so much into, I mean, capital, times, blood, sweat, and tears into a project, and something goes upside down, what's one of the biggest, biggest little tips you could offer us that might help them get through that to realize there is a light at the end of the tunnel, and it may not necessarily be a train coming at you? Uh-huh. This too shall pass. Ah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, 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 in the moment, it seems like the end of the world. It Like you got everything at risk. I have been there many times, and it is not a comfortable feeling. It's a yeah. sinking feeling. You feel like you're on an island by yourself. But I can tell you that perseverance, self-control, that indomitable spirit, and for me, prayer, and a lot of it will yeah. overcome, you know, those feelings of doubt and it really will open the doors for, for remedies and solutions and other opportunities to come. Nicely said. Well, thanks for sharing a rather painful time in your life. Sorry to bring that up again. Well, let's uh, let's shift gears here and uh, 
downshift and put our foot into it and uh, talk about a big aha moment. Because I would assume with all the different things you've been involved with, you've had some wonderful career aha moments, life aha moments. So walk us through one of those things and tell us the steps you took to turn that moment into a huge success. I, I think I would choose uh, I would choose the Trans Am project. The way this whole thing started was um, I had seen some renderings from an artist, Kevin Morgan, out of Kent, Pennsylvania. And he had, uh, this is going back to 2009-ish or so, the photographs of the Camaro had come out, but nothing on the Trans Am. I was on the way home from work one day and thought, and I really was intrigued with his renderings. I couldn't get them off my mind. And, and I had several restoration projects going on at the time. So my mind was on, on Trans Ams. The thought hit me, you know what? If General Motors doesn't come out with this car, then why can't we do it? Uh, because nice. the, the Camaro and the Trans Am shared the same platform. So if we were, they went down the assembly line side by side. Mm-hmm. And so one side of the assembly line was building. Uh, was putting on the Trans Am parts for the other side of the Camaro. But what if we reverse the process? So we, we started with a, a new car and we disassembled it down to just the rolling chassis. And then we build it back up with our components. It was going from there and literally starting in my barn and now moving to what is, you know, we, we ship internationally. Yeah. Wow. And in that short period of time, and when we made the unveiling um, of that car as a prototype at the Trans Am Nationals back in August of 2009, and then it then it hit the front cover of Hot Rod, I knew the moment it rolled out of, out of the trailer. You know, you you can like it, but you don't know how the market. You don't know how people are going to like it. And when the moment it rolled out, and the the crowd's reaction said it all. And then I knew we had something. Then it was a matter of, okay, I, this is a business. Right then and there, I knew within a few moments we got something. So how do I efficiently capitalize on that and, and really develop something that I want? And I know a lot of these other people would like to have as well. You know, I've got the hair standing up on my arms listening to that story because uh, I can only imagine the feeling going through you and and your brother, your family, your teammates, all the people that helped you get to this point uh, as you were standing there, the, the sense of pride and accomplishment and future that must have been going through your mind. So kudos to all of you guys uh, and gals. Um, awesome yeah. job. Awesome job. That's yeah, really yeah. cool. It was it was definitely a euphoric feeling. And, and then right after that, it's like, okay, we've got a lot of work ahead of us. Yeah. Now what do we do? <laughs> and I, yeah, exactly. Now what do we do? That's uh, the title. Very cool. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your personal first special car, that first car in your life that had great meaning for you and maybe share a memory about that vehicle. Uh, well, the one that meant the most to me was my first Trans Am. So <laughs> um, I'm in high school, a junior at the time. This guy drives up around the corner and somebody goes, that's Shannon Joyner. Look at that Trans Am he just got. And he comes around the corner and I see, I go, God, that thing is beautiful. And in my mind, in that moment, I said, I'm going to have a car like that. Yes. I have no means, no way. You know, <laughs> yeah. It would have been years, you know, at that rate. But um, little did I know that two years later, I would actually have that very car. He and I, he and I were friends. I actually worked on this car. He went, and he and I used to race. We'd go out on, on the weekend, Friday and Saturday night, and we'd be looking for trouble. Um, <laughs> yeah. I ended up with a car myself he moved on to something else and i bought that car with everything i could scrape together beg bar and steel 
I got that car and um, a friend and I were out one night and we came upon this Camaro. He wanted some of the Trans Am. So we agreed to go out to a favorite spot we used to go to here uh, called Tram Road back in the day here in Tallahassee. Went out to Tram Road and um, there was only four of us. He had a, had a buddy with him. I had my friend. It's late at night, probably 11-ish. He told the, uh, we agreed that my buddy would, would flag us off and his buddy would be down at the finish line. As we lined up, I got to thinking, I said, you know what? I'm not, I'm not so sure this guy might run. Because the bet was, at, was $40. I paid him 40 cash if, if he wins. He didn't have any money, so he's going to give me his stereo. If okay. yeah, really nice stereo. Okay. <laughs> if if I won, and I got to thinking, you know, if I beat this guy, like I think I will, what's going to stop him from this guy jumping in and taking off? So I told my guy, I said, hey, Timmy, come here. I said, the moment you fly yourself, you got to turn around and you got to run as fast as you can down the finish line because I think they may try to run. Oh, gosh. He's okay. I'll do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Timmy was fast too, so I knew he could get down there pretty quick. <laughs> okay. Well, we lined up. And, you know, he's inching and inching and so am I and Timmy flags us off and off we go. And by the time I hit second, I had pulled away and I, I wanted to, there was a part of me that wanted to stop early enough so they wouldn't run. And then there was a part of me that wanted to beat him as far as I could. Well, I chose the latter and I did. I, I, I won that fairly handily. Well, sure enough, what happened was he stopped, the guy jumps in the car I turned around and I'm bolting back to, to the finish line. He's trying to pull off and Timmy's running with all he has. By the time he gets down the car, he's totally out of breath. Yes. And he jumps in front of the car as they're pulling off. And it's one of those, like he ends up on the hood, kind of, they didn't really uh, run over him, but they kind of bump him, you know, yeah. and he's spread eagle on the hood. Oh my gosh. And I come up and I, I jump out and I roll like, uh-uh. Hand it over. Yeah. And this guy's this guy's in tears that he's handing over this uh, stereo and equalizer, everything that he had just paid a lot of money for and, and put in his car. <laughs> so. Sounds like a Smokey and the Bandit moment to me. I think it was a, pre <laughs> a precursor to what your future was all about. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. my gosh. What a story. Well, kids, don't be racing on the streets these days. Take it to the drag strip. But uh, thanks for sharing that moment with us. For sure. I'm glad you got your stereo. How about seller's remorse? Is there a car you've let go you really wish you had back in your garage? I, I would say it would be that one. That car, I yeah. Seller's remorse. <laughs> be, I had a lot of memories in that car. You know, it went way back. It was one of those things where later in life, to try to find it. I ran across. I actually had some paperwork on it not too long ago. And, you know, that's the one. If I ever did run across, I'd pay more than it's worth to get it back. Yeah, no doubt. That well, also, I, I had, I had a... Uh, there's another one that, that meant a lot to me that I wish I had back. It was uh, a 421-65 GTO, Ooh. tri-power, black-on-black, four-speed convertible. Nice. Ooh, yes. Yeah, that, that, that was would, a rare yeah. one. Yeah, um, yeah. Make, yeah, the convertible, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, gosh. And it well, was totally original, yeah. If anybody out there has these cars, you know who to call. <laughs> He's got his checkbook <laughs> yeah. ready for sure. Well, let's talk about what has you excited and fired up right now. I'd love for you to share what's going to happen here, what we can expect on Discovery's all-new Trans Am TV show with you guys. I'm so excited for you guys. Uh, premiering tonight, Tuesday, October 2nd at 10 p.m. Eastern and Pacific time. What has you fired up about this new opportunity in this TV show? Well, you know what? This is something we didn't see coming. 
uh, the show part, but we, the opportunity was presented to us and we said, sure, we'd love to tell the world our story and, and show them what we do. And the platform is, is unlike a lot of the reality shows that you see, there's, there's no manufactured drama at all. Good. It really Love follows it. the course of the two businesses day to day and the challenges that we go through, legitimate challenges, and we both have them. For me, the focus is on building the newer cars, whether it's the Bandit Edition that Burt Reynolds endorsed that we built 77 of, or whether it's um, the restorations that Scott is involved with in the muscle cars that he's doing. So and, and so they toggle back and forth. It's, um, I think it's going to be, for me, I, it was the only way I was willing to do a reality show so we didn't have to fake or manufacture things. So I hope, you know, that most viewers, if they're like me, they want to see something realistic. I think you're right. I think we're all, all of us car folks are done with all the drama stuff, the fake wrench throwing and yelling and firing all the time because, and also the fake building within a few days, because everyone knows you cannot build any kind of car that's worth anything in a few days or a week or a month, even if it's going to be something good. I mean, you guys know that. So I'm really excited for you guys. I can't wait to see the show tonight. Um, I'll make sure that uh, I post links on Todd's show notes page on the Car Show website so you can find his show. Again, congratulations. It just adds another dimension to this diamond that you guys have created around your businesses. I think it's fantastic. Well, if you woke up tomorrow, Todd, and you were a car or some kind of vehicle, what would you be and why? Uh, I think I would be a um, 67 Chevelle. Oh, okay. That, that's kind of cool. Now, why not a Trans Am but a Chevelle? That has a lot of childhood memories for me. That one's very sentimental. Yeah, it was, you know, it's a real, it would be a toss up. You know, you flip a coin in whichever side you land on the, the Martinique Blue 78 Trans Am with Fisher T tops, black uh, velour interior, four speed would be the other one. And I, I could be either one. Really, but if uh, you know, if one hits me a little deeper in the heart, uh, it's going to be my mom's three ninety six four speed Chevelle. Cool, mom! Oh my gosh, that's awesome! Yeah. yeah, well, Chevelles, yeah, they're just iconic as well. Awesome. Well, Todd, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Hey, Cars Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft seat covers. They'll protect your seats from the daily abuse of pets, children, weekend adventures, and even those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. All Covercraft seat covers are easy-on, easy-off design that are machine washable. You can choose from many fabric options, colors, and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicles. Their seat gloves are semi-custom fit for cars and trucks, and their seat savers, a favorite of mine, are custom-tailored to fit your seats like a glove. Work truck seat covers are tough, durable, denim-weight fabric. It's like putting a pair of rugged jeans on your truck's seats. Want to stay warm? Covercraft also offers seat heaters. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. 
Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garage is built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Okay, Todd, we are back. We're entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the Trans Am throttle. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? There's no such thing as a perfect car. Oh, very interesting. Yeah. Boy, isn't that the truth? There's always a little something somewhere. There's nice. always something to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? Yes. I, I have a real problem with a to-do list, so I have to eliminate it. I am very proactive. I don't let any grass grow under my feet, and it bothers me to have something hanging over my head. So I would say that eliminating that to-do list quick is uh, is one of, the, one of the things that's helped me to accomplish more. Oh, yeah. And it, it gives you such a great sense of relief, too, as you knock those things down. Well, how about a resource? There are awesome resources out there. Your guys' companies are a great example of that. But is there another resource you might share with our listeners? I think SEMA provides a great uh, resource platform for yep. people to, to pull from, especially uh, people that like to do it themselves and all. There's, they just, to me, they have it all. We, we use a lot of the, that in, in what we do. Yeah, SEMA is so fantastic. Uh, Wade Kawasaki is the new director there at SEMA. I had lunch with him on the lawn at Pebble Beach back in August during the car week and uh, got to listen to some of the wonderful new things that they're doing. Of course, SEMA is coming up here in about three weeks. It'll be my 30th year attending SEMA. It is a spectacular show, and I look forward to seeing you, seeing you guys there. Now, if I could wave a magic wand... And arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased. Who would that person be? Dale Earnhardt. Now, that would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. Humble beginnings. A guy that reached the pinnacle of his sport. He built a lasting brand on his name. Yep. Old number three. Spectacular guy. Man, he was fun to watch race. Now, how about a book? Is there a book you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy reading? Um, well, if it's automotive, I like Tom Glatch's new book, 50 Year of the Pontiac Trans Am. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If it's, if it's not automotive, As a Man Thinketh by James Allen, written in 1903. It's a small book, an easy read, but man, is it life-changing. You know, yeah. My dad gave me a copy of that when I was quite young. And, uh, well, I think it was high school, but it feels like young now to me these days. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, great book. Absolutely. Well, listeners, you can find all these great resources Todd has shared on his Cars yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Todd with one D, Warmack, W-A-R-M-A-C-K, and you'll find all these cool links. All right, Todd, we're up to the checkered flag and this last question. It can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car in the world, but there are a couple rules to this game. One is... It's the only collected car you can have. Two is you have to drive it. No garage queens allowed here on cars, yeah. Three, you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with, so that little trick's off the table. 
But money is no object. I'm going to write the big golfer's check today. So what can I get you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, this is tough. I know. I think think I'm going to go back to mom's 67 Chevelle. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because then I can have the best of both worlds. I can have the sentimental attachment, and then I can have the coolness of the muscle car, too. I think so. What color would you like that car to be? Uh, Hers was mountain green. Mount, oh, cool. Great color. Yeah. 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 Big block, big block four speed. Well, of course. They wouldn't have it any other way. Not for you or for your mom. Very, very cool. Well, this is really cool, Todd. You've taken me on a great ride today. I've really enjoyed getting to know you a little better. I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars yeah audience. Is there a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset in that 67 Chevelle? You know, for, for those that are maybe wanting to start a business or always dreamed of that or pursuing their passion. I just, I just offer encouragement. I can say from personal experience, there's a lot of good ideas that don't make any money. Make sure that it makes money if that's <laughs> yeah. what you want to do. You know, yeah. for me, it was find a way to make money with your passion. And yeah. then as they say, you'll never work a day in your life. Don't don't take no for an answer because if you truly believe in believe in your dream, you know you want to pursue it without regret. Nicely and uh, for me, it's I've always tried to find a mentor, somebody that made it from scratch, somebody that uh, has been through what I'm going through, whether they're in the same line of business or not. You know, those pearls of wisdom is are invaluable. You know, because otherwise, you feel, like I say, you feel like you're by yourself. And I think the last thing that I, I would say is that. Um, Everybody's got an opinion and everybody's going to tell you how to run your business or run your life. They may not have even there, even ever had one themselves. But the main thing is, is follow your heart. Nicely said, my friend. Now, what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and your business? They can uh, go to our website, transamworldwide.com or transamdepot.com. They can also find us on Facebook, transamdepot. Absolutely. And of course, you can also find Todd and his brother Scott and his whole crew on Discovery Channel's new Trans Am TV show again debuts this evening, October 2nd, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, you got to check these guys out. They are building dreams for people and for themselves. Kudos to you and what you guys are doing. Todd, thanks for being so Thank generous you. today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your experiences with me and the listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Sounds great. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified. And he's a car guy, too. Learn more at chrisvkimball.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member Finra Sipic. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. 
Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!